Welcome to the latest instalment of the Powers Court Friday Fix. I'm Sam Austrams, a consultant at Powers Court, and I'm delighted to be joined by Charlotte Coldwell, who is a leading medical cannabis campaigner and the mother of Billy, the boy who changed the law on medical cannabis. Billy suffers a severe form of epilepsy that, if left untreated, can see him suffer up to 300 life-threatening seizures every day. Medical cannabis is the only drug that can stop these seizures and Charlotte and Billy were instrumental in having it legalised in 2018. Between the two of them they have revolutionised access to medical cannabis in the UK, not only by changing laws but also by improving funding, lobbying manufacturers and raising money for families struggling to afford their medical cannabis bills which can run into the thousands of pounds a month. PowerScore has been proud to support Charlotte and her campaign I Am Billy on a pro bono basis throughout 2022. Hello Charlotte and thank you very much for joining us. Hi Sam, thank you for having me. Firstly, for those that don't know, what is medical cannabis and what effects can it have on people like Billy who suffer very severe forms of epilepsy? Medical cannabis is a broad term for any sort of cannabis-based medicine used to relieve symptoms prescribed by doctors for their patients. I suppose while while not everyone with epilepsy should or would consider medical cannabis as a treatment option, some people, such as Billy, living with uncontrolled seizures, have reported beneficial effects and reduced seizures when using medical cannabis, especially strains that are rich in CBD. In Billy's case, seizures are now, thankfully, they are controlled from approximately between 300 to 500 per day and he's now he's, he's at zero which is just incredible. And it was the confiscation of Billy's medicine by customs officials in 2018 that led to medical cannabis being legalised later that year. Why four years on do you think it's still not making its way to all the patients who need it? Medical cannabis is not making its way to patients because it's very simple in, in my opinion, you know, it, it really is because the medical establishment refused to prescribe via the NHS until their the efficacy has been proven in, in, in clinical trials and the medical cannabis manufacturers continue to resist investing in the necessary trials. While it was legalised in 2018, that of course didn't mean it was free to access, but you set about trying to correct that in 2020, I believe. What did that involve and what did you achieve? Yes, so uh, to try and correct a heartbreaking situation, I worked incredibly hard with health secretary officials uh, in, in the UK to set up a panel called RESCAS, which is a refractory epilepsy specialist clinical advisory service uh, at Great Ormond Street. That service is a group of eminent doctors whereby if a treating NHS paediatric neurologist is presented with a difficult to treat epilepsy case, they have the option of referring that case to RESCAS and the group of doctors there then decide if medical cannabis or any other treatment could benefit that patient. Very good. So that was the establishment of a route to free to access medical cannabis, which you were once again instrumental in helping to form. But obviously patients still need to find the money to start on the medicine in the first place to show the NHS that it works. And that in itself can involve huge sums with an assessment process taking up to eight months. How are you trying to address that in the scheme that you started this year? We are trying to redress this through our foundation, which is the I Am Billy Foundation. 
uh, we have set up a, a RESCAS initiative program whereby a number of medical manufacturers who are presently supplying these children with epilepsy their cannabis-based medicine via uh, the private sector, um, I, like you said, Sam, at a huge cost. They have now kindly came forward and have offered to gift the medicine to these children while we support the families through the RESCAF process. That process can take up to eight months and so this actually is relieving the financial burden of quite a lot of families in the UK over the next eight months, which it's amazing. And I suppose I should thank the, the medical manufacturers because not only is the foundation incredibly grateful, but also the families are. And we obviously helped you um, break the news on that early this year. What was the reception from families, many of whom I know you speak to on a, on a daily basis? Well, it was like calls from the mums and the dads, tears, because complete and utter relief that at least for the next eight months, they will have some relief of, of the financial burden, um, which can and is anything up to a thousand pound per month. And they're just incredibly grateful for everything that you guys are doing and, and, and obviously the, the, you know, the medical manufacturers give them the medicine as well. Now, this isn't the only work that you're doing this year to widen patient access. Could you tell us a little bit more about your and Billy's Christmas campaign and, and how it came about? Yeah, so um, Billy's Christmas campaign came about, you know, like as every year, Billy and I sit down to write his letter to Santa. And, you know, Billy is non-verbal, you know, but so how I communicate with him is via pictures. So I laid out... Um, a number of different pictures of toys, an iPad, etc., for him to choose, uh, and then he will point. So, but amongst those pictures, I put a picture of some of his little friends that suffer from life-threatening epilepsy, just like Billy. And Billy pointed to the picture, indicating his Christmas wish was not for toys, but to financially assist his little friends access their life-saving medicine as well. That's amazing. And where can people find details of the campaign, Charlotte? Yeah, so you can find us on our uh, Facebook and LinkedIn and our Twitter accounts. The Just Giving link is on there if people want to help. Thanks for that, Charlotte. We'll make sure to add a link into the description so people can find them easily. And I guess just lastly, um, you and Billy have been in the spotlight for so many years now. Could I ask you how it is being a mother and a carer to a disabled little boy, but also being a lifeline for so many other families out there who rely on your support to navigate this, this new world of medical cannabis? Yeah, well, that's a, um, a bit of a difficult question, really, Sam, because um, it's, it's, uh, I, don't, I don't really get time to think about how it's affecting myself or, you know, Billy, really. Um, all I can say is it's been super busy and sometimes somewhat heartbreaking, but also filled with joy. And if Billy and I can give one other parent back their right to hope, but most importantly, their child back their right to life, then it's all worthwhile. That's an amazing message to end it on. Thank you very much, Charlotte, for taking the time to talk to us today. Okay, thank you, Sam, for having me. Thanks, Charlotte. Bye, Merry Christmas, thank you, bye.